0: Hi team, welcome to episode twenty-four between two couches. I'm here with Colin today, and today we're going to talk about uh, plateaus and learning curves in relation to plateaus. How you kind of can can get over them, um, and why they kind of come about, and how it happens when you're training. It's a normal thing that happens, but uh, some people just don't understand the ins and outs of them. So, Colin, I know you have some thoughts on plateaus and um, why they happen, and on what you've learned from them in your experience. Um, so. Give us some cool. thoughts.
1: Thanks, Sean. I do have some thoughts. I appreciate the intro. <laughs> so, if you, if you look at the learning curve for most people, there's, there's four stages, and there's a way of looking at it. There's unconsciously incompetent, consciously incompetent, don't. consciously competent, and then unconsciously competent. And the first one basically means that unconsciously incompetent is you don't realize how bad you are at something. So that's like me going, sure, I could pick up guitar. I mean, there's only like six strings. It's a box of wood. How hard could it be? And then I start playing guitar for a few weeks. And then it's like, oh, I'm actually really, really bad at this. <laughs> and that's kind of the internal dialogue. And you could obviously phrase it in a nicer way. And that's then when you move into, you understand how much work you've got to do in this. So that's kind of like going about your day to day business. You played sports in college, left college, started a job. You know, can of Coke every lunchtime, mm-hmm. takeaway, beers with the lads every, every weekend. And then a couple of years down the road, you notice, God, I'm 20 kilos overweight. You know, and you're thinking, right, it's time to get back into fitness. And you didn't notice it until like that whatever day you came back and looked at your holiday photos and then you saw it. And that's coming in here and going, okay, well, getting back in shape. I used to be in shape, trouble. And okay, yeah, it's like just whatever squat, pick up some weights and, you know, get your heart rate up. And then as you get into CrossFit, you know, you get the initial stage where you get comfortable with it, and then about six months into it, you realize how much of CrossFit there is to learn. And that's when you're into it. And you've already like lost weight at that stage, but you've stopped doing CrossFit just for your health and you're doing it because it's a pursuit in itself. Mm-hmm. And that's when you're at the stage where okay, there's a lot to learn to get a snatch right. There's a lot to learn to get my kipping, or oh my God, I'm so far away from handstand walks. And that's when you realize how much there is to learn in this. Yeah. So that's, that's almost the first plateau for people when they realize how much there is to learn in it in about six weeks on. That's when they hit, hit plateau number one.
0: Yeah, I mean, and to kind of expand on that, people may have heard of like training age. Yeah. And that has to come into it as well. You were saying there, Say, for example, someone who's never played guitar, it's simple. So their their guitar skill age, if you want to break it into a musical kind of, would be zero. They might be 30 years of age in real life, but their actual skill or their, their years of practice in that field, they're an infant, they're a child. And um, So the same thing in your fitness your fitness level. So I'm 27 now, but my training age, say about Olympic weightlifting, would be six.
1: And you only look 26 as well. Yeah, thank you. I no. thought
0: I was 25 there. Some, someone asked me what age I was. I said 20, oh shit, 27. Yeah. <laughs> but in relation to that, so I'm 27 years old, but my training age would be six or seven. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of how you can they kind of split it up. So when people are, are really new, they'll make lots of progress at the start, but then they'll hit that first plateau, like you're saying, because they come from, it's all new and they're all starting and they're making all these gains, and then it's like, oh, here's the first kind of bump in the road or such.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's when you reach the stage where you don't make progress day to day. Yeah. I can't just show up in the gym and get better. I now have to be deliberate. Yeah. And that's when you're going from consciously incompetent to consciously competent. Mm-hmm. I can't just hop up on the bar and my joints are naturally going to get stronger. I can't just do push-ups to get better, I might have to do some dumbbell bench presses, or. So actually, let's break it down even simpler. I just do push-ups until I felt tired, rested until I felt I was good, and do push-ups until I feel good again to get through my set of 20 in the workout. Now I've reached a point where I need to go, okay, I can do 10 unbroken, so I'm gonna do sets of four with exactly 15 seconds rest.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I'm gonna do sets of five next week with exactly 15 seconds rest. And I'm not gonna test it, now I'm gonna train. Yeah. So that's the first stage to getting over a plateau is you've just hit that natural point where you need to think more long term. And it's not that I'm gonna snatch thirty-five kilos or fifty-five kilos on the bar today. It's I'm gonna do twenty-five really well. Next week I'm gonna do twenty-seven really well, provided I have a focus in
0: each. And thing. that's where people kind of they they, they kind of they've got <clears throat> no guidance and like that they hit say bring it it's easy when you talk about barbell movements, say they, they back squat 60 kilos and that's yeah. their, their best back squat. And then they continually try and do the same weight over and over and over. I and mean, then they struggle to, to kind of surpass it. Like you said, what they need to do then is, is to think about their they're, they're need to start training properly. So like that, do five sets of five at 40 kilos. Yeah. Five sets of five at 45. Build up the strength in your legs. Okay. So when you come back, guess what? You might squat 65 or you might yeah. squat 70. And that's where they need, they need the guidance, right, from the likes of us, the trainers, say, okay, you're here, It's us change change tactics, and then when we come back, you can, you'll exceed what you had.
1: Absolutely. You know, so, like, you don't max out your back squat or max out your snatch very often now. No. And the older you get in your training age, the less you max out and the less you test. <clears throat> in CrossFit terms, then, you know, looking at Sam, he doesn't, go for it every workout. Some workouts are just to do. Most workouts are looking for unbroken or, or and, smoother And taint. pacing strategies
0: and things yeah. like that. Yeah,
1: or for God's sakes, put your feet together in the, in the handstand push-ups. Yeah. He's back there. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody gets called out, right? Um, and that's the stage you make after about, about six months. And then you're into conscious competence. Sorry. Yeah, conscious competence, where you have to focus on a skill. Apologies. We'll keep going. <laughs> we'll keep going. That time so, is not up. It's not sorry up. about that, guys. So that's when you're reaching the stage where then you need to focus on things. So you can pick the snatch or a kipping pull-up or a bar muscle-up. That's where hopping up and doing bar muscle-ups isn't enough to get you better. I need to focus on my hollow and arch swings. Yeah. And yeah. how long do you need to do that? I can't tell you. There's Dr. No. Bob Rotella, who's like the world's best golf psychologist,
0: Ten thousand hours.
1: he tells people, no, it's like, 10,000 hours is it's a sort of debate. So, a
0: debate. Is it up for debate now? Is it yeah. Debate? don't really believe
1: that. Well, 10,000 hours means I can just tick the box, but it's deliberate practice and deliberate practice isn't going for it. Like, it's, yeah. it's like um, the thing he had in golf was like, well, I'm not good at eight foot putts. He's like, okay, how many times are you practicing eight foot putts? And you know, that's not just every time that rolls around the ball on the green and you touch, that's like literally going out to a pudding green and hitting 100 balls a day, 8 foot. You know, deliberately hitting them going, okay, that one was left, that one was right, what do I need to change? That one was too short, that one was too far. Mm -hmm. Building up your percentage. Ditto with that, if I want to get really good at a bar muscle-up, I can't just keep popping up on bar muscle-ups. I have to go, okay, right, I'm chicken-winging, so I know my hollow and arch isn't strong enough. I need to actually go back and work on my hollow and arch. Yeah. How long? We don't know, but it's deliberate practice. Yeah. And that's when you get onto stage with your conscious competence. And then when the open rolls around or when like the Dubai qualifier, the French throw down qualifiers, because we've got more CrossFit qualifiers now, yeah. that's when you go for it, you know? But at no point, you know, I'm not gonna let you max out your snatch until it matters, yeah. you know? So you coming in every Monday and trying to max out your snatch, you just start missing weights, whereas we go look at that and say, right, well, you know, you're too far on your heels, you're not in the balls of your foot. That's what gets through. But that's, that's down the rabbit hole a little bit for, for people. Like you were saying is, you eventually have to stop going for it every day and think training.
0: Yeah, take a step back. It's like that you'll, again, people will come in, they'll be brand, will be new enough to the sport or to crossfit or training or fitness, whatever, they'll make great strides and then they'll hit that wall. And when they get to that first plateau, then they need to, I mean, they need to readdress, readdress what they're doing and start training purposely about yeah. fixing certain things so they can improve Then down the line. But it's also they need, to, they need to do that so they don't get injured. Because that's also another thing. People, if, they're, if they haven't got guidance uh, and they don't really know what they're doing, they think they're just, oh, I'm going to go into the gym today. And last week I benched 22 and a half for a set of 10. I'm going to do twenty fives this week, and next year I'm going to do 27 and a half, so next year I'm going to do 30s. And then all of a sudden, they tear a pec or their shoulder yep. starts to hurt and they get eight, six, seven reps and they have, they're they not actually they're not actually training, right? They're just kind of maxing or testing every week and eventually they're going to get burnt out like that. You don't let me max every week because they, it's a higher risk of, of fatigue on my system. And like that, if it doesn't go well, it's also in the mentally as well, right? Yeah. It's going to affect you mentally too because you'll be like, oh, well, I'm crap at this stuff.
1: Yeah. And that's that's the thing, like, is the, the deeper you get into something, the more time you have to spend practice, the more time you have to spend on stuff you're, quote, unquote, not good at. Yeah. Again, this is all if you want to get better at this. If you want to just be fitter and healthier and enjoy it intrinsically, and we're always a big fan of, make sure you enjoy the process. Just show up. Show up and do the work. And yeah. We have enough variants that your body is not being overloaded with anything. We have enough short workouts, light workouts, heavy workouts, medium workouts, body weight stuff, all that. <coughs> That's there's, all combined.
0: And there's so many different progressions we can do for certain things.
1: Yeah. But if you deliberately want to get better, it means being patient. And everyone says, I am being patient, but I'm not seeing results. It's like, well.
0: That's not exactly patience, right?
1: Yeah. Now, again, it's, it's, it's easy for to say. And I'll like, pick myself as an example. Like, I, I struggle on pull ups and burpees knocked the wind out of me and I'm not an overly strong deadlifter. And I worked hard on that for six months from the open to midterms and then I was like, oh yeah, just because I worked hard on it doesn't mean it goes from my worst movements to my best movements. It goes from my worst movements to, to slightly, slightly less, slightly less <laughs> worse, And that's that's okay and that's progress.
0: Yeah, and yeah. that's something you just have to be happy with the pro- any progress, really. Yeah. Um, like you can't really put a, a, a gauge or, or um, like a... A, a standard on well if I do this for 6 months this is what I should achieve because mm. it doesn't work like that Like I, I would love that to be the case it's like okay I want to snatch 160 so if I do this for 6 months in 6 months time I'll snatch 160 it's like no that is not in real life I might snatch 1 kilo more but guess what that's an improvement Yeah, and that's what you have to accept as well and some people and that's also hard for some people to, to kind of wrap their heads around it you put all this work in. You put all this effort in. You gotta be all this. Up, you gotta show all this patience, and you might get five seconds faster. You might get one extra muscle up. Mm-hmm. You might get three more handstand push-ups. But guess what? That's improving. Yeah. And you just chalk it up and go again. Yeah.
1: And then, like, I mean, two final points. One is the comparison. Like, well, some people are gonna progress more than you. I mean, there's six and a half billion people in the world, so there's gonna be some people that will progress more, some people that will progress less. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's unfortunately just the way it is with, with all fields, you yeah. know? Don't boil, don't boil yourself down to this one comparison of, they can outlift me, yeah. you know? <clears throat> and then, finally, we keep hammering at home, but if you want the quick win, if you wanna quickly break through a plateau, actually analyze your recovery. Yeah. Is your nutrition on? Is your sleep on? Are you actually mobilising? And if you're like, yeah, I'm mobilising, cool. How many minutes did you spend last week mobilising? And if you don't have a number, chances are you didn't do it.
0: Yeah, be have you, be honest with yourself. Yeah,
1: right? have you put the time into recovery? You know, if I'm sleeping four hours a night and I'm not doing anything for my mental headspace, and then I come in here and I'm trying to hammer it,
0: you're just banging your right head off the brick wall there. Absolutely. Not yeah. Yeah. And that's that's a tough thing for people as well, is to sit yourself down and actually like be honest. I mean, are you doing what you, you, what you say you're doing yeah. to improve? And like, we, we'll if there's help. any hesitation, you've got to yeah. slap yourself around and say, come on, cop on. Okay. That's re- a very
1: violent way of doing it. Slap yourself <laughs> around.
0: <laughs> or just re-evaluate what you where your goals are yeah. then, too. Because you're like, okay, you're frustrated about this, but you're still, you're still not really being true to yourself because you're not sleeping enough or you're eating those bags of chips and drinking those cans of Coke when you say your nutrition's on point or yeah. whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, and you're frustrated then people get, can get frustrated, right? Sometimes it's easier than people think. If they get a little more sleep and they look at the nutrition, guess what? You might go a little faster in that workout or you might be able to do a couple more reps on that movement that you feel that you struggling with. Yeah.
1: So what do we reckon next week Will we talk about the difference between slapping yourself around and self-compassion? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. That mightn't mightn be... Uh, PG, enough for this channel.
1: Okay, cool. We might invite uh, Sean, slap yourself around, brow back for the next podcast. <laughs> All
0: right, no worries. Well, thanks, Steve, uh, for watching. Um, anything else let's wrap it up on that? I think we're good. Cool. Uh, if you have any questions, uh, drop them in comments. Anything you want us to talk about or discuss, let us know, drop us a message, or put it in the comments below. Um, thanks for watching. Bye. Concentrated. <laughs>